Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And it's a holiday weekend, so you have to have a fourth meal. Am I right? Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Now, fourth meal is a great place to start this week, Syph, because that is one of the names of our Patreon levels, I believe. That's right. Fourth meal. Yes, And this week was a potentially big week for the Patreon as we finally did something smart and had a great conversation with Pete Rock and in the middle said, you know what? Let's save a whole extra 30 minutes with Pete Rock for the Patreon. Instead of the Patreon being, you know, me and Sype sucking each other's dick for an hour and doing God knows what, let's let's bring some real content that our particular like 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 like, like something niche to right. a one-up fan. Yes. A, a hip-hop legend. Yes. Not talking about anything specific, but just dope hip-hop shit like the, the the things you would wish for if you ever got to sit down at a table with Pete Rock and just talk normal hip-hop shit. How not how'd you start? Where was this and where was that? You know what I mean? Like just shoot no, the shit with a legend. Very much the thing that we're trying to do as time goes on the most with this show, yeah. which is have the Q-Tips and the Pete Rocks just be friends who call in, not right. big interviews. That's right. not right. like like if it's if it's if it's we're, if we become over time the Howard Stern show and they're George Takei, right? Or Jimmy Kimmel, just stop him or by. Kimmel. It, they just come by to do the show because that's what they do. Stop on by. The door's open. So door's the perfect open. move was Pete Rock on Patreon. And I even saw a tweet, Syph, like the first day someone was like, damn it, y'all finally got me. Been mm-hmm. listening the whole time, signing up for Patreon this week. Yep. Yup. Yep. Yep. Tight. Fire. Now, do you recall, Syph, at any point a conversation in which Billy June said, hey, the day after release this week, I'm going to fuck up the entire <laughs> listening system of WANEP. Do you remember that? You mean an actual straight up forward conversation explaining what was happening with the with the podcast? That no. there was watch out, there's going to be a major hiccup midweek. I, I can only You know me, Peter Rosenberg. You know me. I'm always first to blame myself. Okay. Am I a good manager? Could I have prevented this? Were there signs? This is is how I am as a person. Right. Why blame someone else? You know what? I allowed that person to play me because I put myself in that position. Right. So I have to blame myself first. Um, There were no clear indications of an actual, of an actual uh, technical, whatever this was called, a kerfuffle. It, it was a kerfuffle. Yeah, no, there was no clear indication. Uh, but 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 working with Billy June and t- timing wise, there was no big Billy June fuck ups in the last week or so. So we should have been on high alert. It's a good point. We should have been on high alert. So, I guess at this moment, briefly, briefly, Billy June, do you want to tell us why you thought the time to switch the RSS oh. feed? Was you Wednesday I, when the episode no, came him, out? Right? I'm sorry, you did. I called him because oh, so we don't. I don't even need to ask him. I can ask you. 
oh, oh no, you should definitely ask him. <laughs> for, for pure entertainment value, please. Okay. My friend Kether um, from Monster, who is a huge fan. I love Kether. Great uh, guy. Said, hit me and said, hey, the Pete Rock interview just cut off mid-listen. I was like, hmm, let me find out what's going on. We did get a message, some kind of message beforehand, right? There was a text message well, uh, that said, "We're I'm gonna be switching the RSS no. feed." It, it was it was a very um, not alarming. Let me find it. Give me a second, guys. It's, have another bite of your uh, of your of your gordita. Here, I'll, I'm gonna take a sip of coffee. I'm sitting on my parents' uh, new porch, by the way. Do they do they have a new porch or a new house? They only have a new porch, not a new house. My uh, parents finally spent a few bucks to add on something nice to their house. And it's amazing, Saif. I beg these people to spend money. They have it. They have money. I beg them to spend it. Oh, here we go. Found it. Go ahead. Wednesday, 3.31 p.m. Okay. I just updated, moved our RSS feed. So if you get any wonky messages, that's why. It's switching over as we speak. That is not a warning. That is a telling you it already happened. And also, right. And also, it sounds very like something that would be easy. Like, I'm switching over RSS feed. Tell me if you know if you got. I'm thinking wonky messages because our email addresses are attached to whatever platform you use for the rss feed and they might say you know like when you change your security code it sends you an email hey did you change your security code if not someone's tampering with your shit if you did ignore this message right that's what i thought he was saying i didn't know it was going to be quote-unquote wonky messages from listeners you mean the wonky messages i can't hear your show anymore so okay, so yeah, that's the that's I thought it was it was sent so casually. So Billy June, real quick, we, we people already were annoyed by this. We don't need to annoy them more with a whole episode about it. But really quickly, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Ugh. Ugh. I don't even know what to say. I don't say because whatever say, I'm thinking in my head won't come out. Won't sound. Answer right the question. No, answer the question honestly. Just say yeah. what it is. Here's the question: What the fuck, man? <laughs> So, uh, you guys don't use the Discord much, but the most messages I get on Discord so and Patreon fault. are, hey, when are you going to have a separate RSS feed for Patreon? Okay. I've been working on that. Okay. But you have to switch the RSS feed to yeah. a new platform. Okay. Okay, and real quick. Up, can... and, I'm, and then I signed up months ago for mm -hmm. this thing. So, so I could try months and ago. figure it out. Yeah, months years ago. ago. Months ago. And it wasn't months, it wasn't was working ago. correctly. It was chameleonaire in your hood months ago. <laughs> Wait, Billy but, June, real quick. What how were people listening to the Patreon episodes up until now? Like I, I don't even understand. I don't know. them straight to Patreon and then they'd be like, 
why do I have to listen to it through the website or through the app? Where's the separate RSS? And all so they up? didn't, they weren't able to just get it sent to their phone. The Patreon yes. episodes, yes. And I've been working. So I've been. And we're wondering why we have trouble getting patrons because that's what they have to do. Hey, patrons! I did not know that was happening. I sincerely apologize. That's some fucking bullshit. They still got so, to hear it on the app and on the website. Bro, now in this day and age, you have to make everything as easy as possible okay, for people. Wait. So All right, I, so you okay. try to make the switch. So you Okay, been, so been... I so I thought to myself, "Oh, this is a fucking good Patreon episode." And I'm and um <laughs> How can I make sure nobody hears it? No, I was I was like, "Oh, let's start fresh for July." And I'm going to switch over the RSS so that the new it. separate one starts on July 1st. And I drop the episode. Boom. Um, theoretically, perfect thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's good thinking. Yeah. Apparently. So no, we recorded. We recorded the episode. Shit. We recorded the episode on Sunday. Yeah. And it drops when? On Wednesdays? Tuesday. Tuesdays. One of the, Okay. Okay. So in my mind, in just in my mind, I would go the moment I go. This is a dope episode. Let me switch it on Sunday. Let me do this whole RSS Can I ask switch. Question, though? On Sunday. Why does the Patreon switch fuck up the entire podcast? It wasn't. It wasn't the Patreon. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not an answer. Not an answer. It wasn't the Patreon. It was the RSS switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, but I don't understand why the RSS. I don't understand. What, forget it. You know what? I don't understand. Uh, you tried the RSS feed that we were using had their own version of Patreon in it, but we weren't happy with it. They weren't giving us like a lot of good info, and Patreon uses a specific company that costs money. So not only did I like drop three hundred dollars this no. week to f- switch it. But I also it just didn't when you when I spoke to you correctly like I wanted when I when I spoke to you during the week you said you dropped one hundred and seventy eight dollars now it's three hundred dollars maybe it was a hundred I don't know I have to look at it it was two payments of one seventy eight I found that after I talked to you on the phone ah I see two payments I didn't even I just put it on yeah I did it myself so I fucked it up I apologize I cried just so you guys know you shed tears I did. Wait, Billy June, you cried about this? I was very upset at myself and mad. I'm my if you guys think that you're also, like hard on me, I'm harder on myself. Also, well, oh, no, Billy June. Also, like, also these more, people are there's fucking more, mean there's to more. Me. There's more. Wait, there's more? <laughs> A little bit more. How could there be more? <laughs> He's not explaining what else why. Happened? He's not explaining why. He said these people on Discord are mean to me. <laughs> Like, yeah, what were what you guys people... can talk? You guys can talk to me however you want. These people don't know me, and sometimes these messages are so. I'm like, I just, I don't want to lose them as patrons, but like, come on, be like, I'm a person. Wait, hold on. Can you read some of these messages? How mean are people being to you on Discord? Let's see. <laughs> I did not know this was happening, Sife. I got to tell you, I and then did not... someone defended me right after I got off the phone with Sife. And yeah, like, your, yo, stop complaining. Yeah, your girlfriend. <laughs> You're in the bosom of love. Usually when a podcast says you have to be on Patreon to hear the rest of the show, the people on Patreon, you know, should get access right away. Billy June. That's then, not that yeah, mean. That's a yeah, valid point. That's yeah, not a, that's slacking. not mean. 
yeah, they're slacking on their shit. Here we are paying top dollar. That's yeah, relax. I don't fuck with Billy dragging his ass, and I know he's stalling till July 1st just to help next month Patreon episode quota. I'm not wow. bitching. I'm just stating facts. Wow, okay. another smart patron we have. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, like, no, but, like, they're talking to me like, like you guys talk to me. Those are, the, like, those, are the, those are the mean messages you were talking about? That was mean? I don't know. Billy June. He, because he figured out your little scheme? <laughs> well, that wasn't mean. That was not. None of those were mean, honestly. you When you said they talked like <laughs> us, I thought people would be like, Billy Jean, Billy June, fuck you. I hope you fucking die. I, thought I get, it was I get like those that. messages, too. Just now, okay. This is what I this is what I told Billy June. And I know we're not going to spend the whole episode on this, but but I let's spend a, the whole episode. On I had it. to have a talk with Billy June, and I said, "Hey, man." And this is we're going to go a little inside. This is too much inside, and this is a little uh, wait, meta. But I wait, said, "Hey, man." Before you say that, can I say one more thing? Sure, absolutely. Imagine how Dragon. you're feeling if all of this just happened to you. You just get off the and as I'm as you're about to call me, I'm like already stressed out that I fucked up and blah, blah, blah. Then I go on Discord and that's the first thing that those are the first two things I see. I took them a little bit more seriously than I get it. I get it because you because you can hear reading them now. That's not that serious. That was yeah. now I'm actually like making now I'm like I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And those are reasonable criticisms by those yeah. people. They weren't even mean. Yeah. Okay. This is All right. That was friend, good. This is what I told my friend Billy June. Go ahead. Said, Billy June. I said, you can't let comments affect you. It's not real. We are in the entertainment business. You are a character on our show. You are a character on our show. Here's how you, here's how you make it make sense in your mind. Your name is not even Billy Jr. Your name is Dan. <laughs> so, so also, also, what did you say? My Sorry, last that is name genius. Was? <laughs> so, he said my name was Dan Robertson. Uh, Dan, Dan Robertson. He Saif doesn't even know your real name. No. So I said you're a you're the you're the bad guy. You're the rapist in a movie, okay, but you're a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> like someone who plays a rapist in a movie doesn't then go to jail for rape unless in real life he raped somebody. Well, in this case, in real life, he <laughs> raped somebody. So here's the deal. Billy June, uh, the character, and the person now fucked I told, up the show. I told Billy June, I said, why are you acting alone on these things? We are a team. And why are you making huge, huge changes without talking to us first? And why are you shelling out money? Your own money, like you're you're trying to throw it in our face. Like I paid one hundred seventy eight dollars for. Who asked you to? Yeah, and by the way, that that money should obviously, if that's money we need to spend, it should come from the show pot. Thank you. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What's happening? And Billy like, June, listen. This is a, <laughs> this is a good thing to happen because I I'm feel sorry? good. Because I'll tell you why. I feel good right now about the trajectory of the show, right? Yeah. And I really think... Post-COVID. I, tru I truly think that we will look on this era of the show as when we were figuring out what the new show is. I and, agree. And the people who are down right now, the people who are down right now, some of them are true original OGs from 10 years ago. Correct. Years ago. But, years ago. But... 
some of them are just the OGs right now. They right. will be seen. This era, they will be seen as the OGs of the show. That's right. You are the new OGs. This is the new OGs of the show. That's and right. five years from now, when I think we're really running, moving at, really moving at one volume. One volume. This, this era will be an important time. Absolutely. We, but for in order for us to get there, some mistakes like this will happen. But more importantly, they need to stop happening. <laughs> so we get fully on a track where we are able to build steady, steady, steady. We cannot afford to knock, to take people in an opportunity, the people who are supporting, who are choosing to spend money in the early days. Billy June, you can't pull out your dick and smack them in the face with it. Mm-hmm. That's what you did this week. You smacked them in the face with a, fl- a flimsy, flaccid cock. Do you think that that felt nice? No. That's right. It didn't feel nice. No one wants a flaccid cock across their face when they're trying to support the podcast. So I, I applaud those people who called you out for your July scheme. They were right. <laughs> I told you about the July scheme. You guys just didn't listen. I, yeah, I didn't realize. If we don't you- listen, you can't move until we do listen. Yeah, you got to make us understand. You got to make us understand. But listen, here's my question: is is everything now working? Everything. Uh, Apple is almost done, but it's all everything's on Spotify and backup. So Spotify is completely good. Yeah, it takes like 24 hours. I spent 12 hours in the last nobody. Like, nobody two days cares. on nobody on cares robot chats getting this fixed. Nobody cares about you spending 12 hours. <laughs> so hold I'm on. I'm gonna tell you, like I. Is the Apple – no one's doubting that you've put in the work. I'm just – and the Apple – Apple's still not back, though. Everything is up except for the newest one. Good. Perfect. Um, and what about the I Patreon? might just re-upload it. What about the Patreons? I'm working on that. Wait, wait, wait. People <laughs> – the people who pay still aren't getting the episodes? By the time this episode comes out, it will be there. But as of now, which is four <laughs> days after, they still the Patreon people were hoping that they're going to keep paying and they don't have any access to any of the they bonus have everything. content. Just not they on have. the feed. Just not the feed. So the feed isn't working yet. The, the thing that you did I this wanted to thing. make sure that this all fixed. This is too inside baseball. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that that episode worked and Apple all reset before I tried to do the other one. So they so can they still hope, can they the still listen to it? They can, can still they listen to everything. Nothing has changed. They, shh, quiet. Hold on. I'm Everybody you, calm down. Changed. Everybody calm down. Can the people still hear it the way that they used to hear it that they were complaining about on yeah, the Yeah, that's how I update. That's how I put Pete Rock up. I didn't change anything. So they can hear it the way they used to. They once, just don't have yeah. once okay. everything fucked up, I was like, I'm not touching anything until it's fixed. Okay. Because I thought I, if I, I am fucked no, up, I'm not gonna fuck up more. I am no more clear on this situation than when we started. You don't even understand it. Wow, oh, is that a racist? That that was... No, that I'm clear about. I okay. don't understand it. Saif, I'm pretty sure that was a racist anti Puerto Rican sentiment. <laughs> I don't care. I don't identify as Puerto Rican. Um um so everyone Okay, thank Billy you. Billy June claims that when this is out, by the time you're hearing this, God willing, it's everywhere. And I really, 
it's hard for me to say to you, I hope that if you don't subscribe to Patreon, this is the week you decide to do it. You know well, what I'd now, say? Wait a week. <laughs> now you should. Now you should because now it's going to be fire. Oh. Apparently now you're going to have your own RSS feed. It's going to be so, fantastical. So, uh, anyways. Um, oh. Now the, I have an update. You have an update? I have an update. I What's have an, an, an update about update. what? My friend Kether. Over at the good old Monster Energy, uh, has an update about keep the, keep your heads ringing, ring ding dong. Oh, I've heard I've I've gotten a lot of updates about this. Okay, well I'm gonna read my friends. Go ahead. Keep their heads ringing. Angie Stone is a writer on there because the hook ring ding is from an eighty Sugar Hill single by the Sequence. Angie was the group was in the group as a rapper first. Everyone said that. Everybody's been telling you that. Everyone's been telling me um, that I think it was Funk You Up by Sequence, Mm -hmm. and that was the ring ding dong, and that's why Angie Stone got the writing credit. Right. And um, that is, I'm glad they cleared that up. So is it sampled or someone, no, someone re-sang it. Yeah, they resung it, but they it was an interpolation of the sequence right. song. So, so she's so a writer. Angie, I just right. I was just reading off Wikipedia and didn't think about that. So right. I want to say thank you to everyone who told me that, and I'd also like to say, but <laughs> Ring Ding Dong still sucks a fat dick on that song. <laughs> they were like, so that's why I'm not saying Kether was saying that, but other people right. were like, no, that's why it's still dope. That's why it's dope. I'm like, no, like no, no, no. I, you, you know what you don't want to use in 1995. To hearken back, Sugar Hill shit. Like not uh, Sugar Hill shit. There's some of it's fire. Some of it is not. Some of it. Let's be real, guys. A lot of early '80s rap did not take the the steps to forever. Like it didn't happen to a lot of it. Now, Funk You Up is kind of one actually that did. It's a pretty. I would say that record of all the big Sugar Hill hits is 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 pretty good, but. Yeah, it still didn't work. And by the way, put put aside put aside ring ding dong. He still said, "I go for the neck, so call me Dracula." And and shout out to someone who hit me up on social media who said, "Yo, y'all really can't stand monsters on songs." <laughs> Cuz there I was again coming for Dracula, but that line pales in badness next to I get so much ass, call me an astronaut. <laughs> Yo, somebody I saw on, uh, this is going to sound, I, I hate saying this sentence, but I saw on TikTok, uh, this guy this guy did a, uh impersonation of Mickey, Ross, Kanye, and Jay while they were recording Monster. And they're like, all right, Jay, you're next. Go in the booth. And <laughs> They start doing the monster verse, and the kid, you know, he's playing all the parts. You know how TikTok is. So it's showing kid, his face? It's showing the face of Kanye and Ron. He's like, what the? Yeah, what the? Goons, goblins. Yo, you know what? You know what? You, you know, if, if you hear me start the sentence with, you know what I saw on TikTok, the yeah. next thing is going to be tits bouncing yeah. up and down. Yeah, I see a lot of that too. My algorithm, yeah. I don't really use TikTok. The algorithm it figured out for me within one day. Oh yeah, the right away. They right accurate. They accurately said, "You're a fucking disgusting creep." Yeah. Here's what you want to see. Uh huh. And I'm like, "Yup, yup, yup." And and I don't even. I don't even. Sci-fi. It's not like I like stuff. 
I don't like. No. I don't follow. No. It just I can't help but watch for five seconds. They're hundred percent watching us, and I'm if if you spying on my life, if the Chinese government is spying on my life, and what you determine from that is I like pictures of white girls with bouncy titties. Fine, have at it. <laughs> it's a great point. Now here's have the question it. though. I'll tell you the truth though. First of all, I really. The things that they send you, this is where TikTok starts to get messy. There are times when I look at, I will see the girls and be like, yo, how old is this girl? Yeah. That does happen on TikTok. I'm luck- I think my and that algorithm- makes me have two thoughts. What your algorithm probably, Saif, is just showing you old-ass Karens. My, like they just walked out of the algorithm yelling has at gone, My algorithm has gone to, like, divorced women showing their titties. Ooh. It has gone up, yeah. I won't, oh. I won't, I won't, oh, I won't okay, do so, all these young chicks. I feel really bad as so a if father. They're, so wait, so, as a so father. You, so wait, so if you, if you see that they're young, will you just try to swipe real fast away yeah, so it yeah. knows you don't want it? Yeah. I mean, okay. young is like, so, I'm still, I'm, you know, a 25-year-old will pop up and I'll, I'll give it a twirl. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, like anything. Never like 19, like a college, like a group of college girls in a dorm room doing like a, a booty shake dance. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Get You're good. Here. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say, though. Like, I know this sounds really old and daddish, but man, like, what do you do if you walk in on your 17 year old? Like, you find out that your 17 year old daughter's whole Instagram account, her whole TikTok account, is just making videos to show her body constantly. I gotta, I gotta believe, I gotta believe what we're seeing is the worst of it. And I got to believe this. Like, you have a group of five girls, and one of them is this TikTok titty-bouncing, ass-shaking girl. I got to believe that someone else in the group is not that, which I hope would be my daughter. Is the girl that's like, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing this all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I got to believe it comes from fucked-up homes. Right. And neglect. I got to believe that because. But by the way, it's not all that. I mean. I know. It, I know it influences, but I got to believe it starts there. And that I will have, hopefully have enough of a good relationship where my daughter won't want to do these things for, f- for negative attention. Like, I don't know if you're a fuck. I don't know if you're. Well, no, they're, but they're doing it for positive affirmation. No, no, but we know that's negative. Right. You know we that know. is negative. They, but they're no, doing they, it. they don't think it's negative, but we know that what's happening is a negative is a negative thing. Is a negative thing, yeah. Well, and here's the other question I have is is there a male equivalent? Like Um I know uh, dudes they do dumb things on TikTok. Is that it's, yeah, they don't do sexy things. They do dumb things. Yeah, apparently there's a thing with girls I'm in way too much into this. Apparently there's a thing with girl my algorithm is like a bunch of girls complaining about bad Tinder dates and shit. I don't know how I got here. And then um apparently there's this thing where guys show fish a lot on their Tinder profiles or, or on Instagram where they I'm go sorry. fishing. They go fishing and they catch a fish and they show the fish. Okay. It's like a really bro thing. Okay. It's not the same. No. In the sexual aspect. But yes, guys are made, getting made fun of for a lot of shit they do. But here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, thousands of girls you scrolling through on TikTok or Reels or whatever you're seeing, all these girls. You think that makes a guy 
respect you because then you go on a bad date the guy doesn't respect you on the date and you get mad that he didn't respect you and it's like yeah but look what you're showing him look what he's seeing it's a fucking vicious circle bro and there's another thing i hate women can i talk about women real quick go ahead we have we only have six or seven listening hi ladies uh this is what i fucking hate about women they're telling these stories these awful tinder stories and the the detail, he showed up. He wasn't six one. He was five eight. He made us split the check. He was mean to the waiter. He talked about this all this all this detail. Then they go. He asked me to come back to his house for a drink. Whatever, whatever. I went. Blah blah blah. And then they talk about how bad the sex was. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Why are you skipping over that part where you could have made the right decision but didn't and just treat it as, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. That's where, in that moment, you wouldn't have any complaints about the sex because you shouldn't have went to have the sex. And if you did go to have sex, by all means, no slut shaming at all. Go have sex if you want to. But if you go and you catch a bad one, shut the fuck up about it. How about that? It, you know what? I got to tell you, it may be the most brilliant thing you've ever said on the show. Oh, whatever, whatever. Then I went. That's the moment right wait, there. Wait, no, so, well, no, and by the way, let's define whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever means I knew he wasn't a great dude, but right. I decided to go anyway. Fine. Fine. But don't skip over it. Say that part. You know what? A lot, a lot of red flags, but. I'm not going to lie. During COVID, I've been horny as fuck, and I just need to get some. Buy, get, baby girl, go get some. Go get some. But don't blame us afterwards if it wasn't right. So mm. it's, a, it's a very, very fair point. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah this. How did you end up finding, like, did, where, do, where does your interest in this sort? It's funny because like, I, when we did the radio show, you weren't interested in anything really about that's like radio show kind of topics but you are interested no, you're interested like, would, in this i would talk about stuff like this on radio relationship no, like, stuff no no this that this that's what i mean though not current events no not, no 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 you you like this stuff more and more human real human interaction you learn a lot from these situations you learn about people that's what i really like right you learn you learn about you're, it's baffling how these guys. I mean, listen, the stories that these women tell. These guys, these dates, they're fucking up, bro. What are you doing out there? What are these guys doing? But Sife, Sife, oh, think yeah. about the dudes that you know. Yeah. Like if you were to go through the dudes that you know and like and like. Yeah. How many of them do you think would be a really good date? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. I, I got to tell you, actually, I, I don't know. You you may not. Sorry, it's I okay. Dropped, I dropped my headphone. What was that? I got to say, you may not feel the same way about me, and that's okay. But I would say that you would be on the list of people that if, if you were in the dating world, no. I'd be like, you'd probably have a good time with Sife. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'd be like, I'd be like he's going to take you somewhere pretty nice. He's going to be polite. He's not going to be, he's going to be interested in what you have to say. Everything. I want to have a real conversation. I think you'd have a good time. But, like, we have to be clear about this, okay? And this is really important for people to hear. There's a woman out there recently mm-hmm. who fell in love with Juanito. Okay? 
what could have happened on those dates, Scythe? Like, that she was going, yes, this is it. This is, yes. He's Yeah, Juanito, listen, top of the line, any survey of women, Cosmo Magazine, or top three things you need in a man. Humor is always up there. Yes. Humor's always top three. Juanito's funny. He is funny. Juanito's funny. He's got yep. like you will a girl on a date with Juanito will be laughing the whole time. No, and sometimes at him. <laughs> yeah. Well, laughing. But laughing. laughing. Laughing, yes. This guy's a fucking idiot. But yes, laughing. But and he's also a nice guy. Yes. So so my point, but my point is still, they've gone on so many shit dates that they go out with a Juanito or a Billy June. Right. A man who can barely get a coherent sentence out of his right. mouth, let alone try to update a fucking RSS feed. And, Billy and, June they, is, and she's like, this guy's but this Billy is June, something. Billy June doesn't know it. He's popping. Billy June is popping. Billy June has direct access. Let's take us, for example. We're not huge celebrities, but whatever. We have a fucking fan base. We were we were something. We're, we're on the radio and doing this, whatever. He has direct access to us. He also has direct access to, like, a Michael Che or whoever. Like, he's popping. If you watch him, if you watch his life, he has direct access to, like, anyone that was on Love & Hip Hop. That's he true. worked on Love & Hip Hop, right? He has direct access to all your favorite comedians that are in the New York circuit. It's a good point. He puts on shows that are fucking dope. I've done, in the COVID times, I did Billy June's rooftop show, and it was freezing. It was in the middle of the day on a rooftop. Great show. Great show. And he has, ac- he's, he has access to like people like Matt Richards, who's going to be a huge star. So, like, he looks like he's in, involved with these guys that are, like, about to blow. He's got a knack for something. Right. That's true. So even, so even though the fact that he can barely put together a full English sentence or, you know, and, and has a maniacal laugh that I don't have my drop board with me right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, yeah these, the, these dates, man, wow. Wow. Crazy, right? I can't imagine... I can't. I I don't know how these women do it, yo. It's really bad out here, man. Oh, by the way, you mentioned Michael Che. I uh, I want to shout out to Che. He sent me a DM saying he loved the album. Really? Yeah. Oh, shout out to Che. That's dope. Now, any time I've hit him up because like I wanted him to do something, definitely got nothing but silence. But I yeah. appreciate that he listened to the album. Yeah, that's a good one. Yo, you know you know what made me feel good? I saw a clip yesterday of of Tyler performing at, at like at the secret show maybe or whatever, and he's like, "Yo, you hear?" On, he's talking to the crowd, and he's like, "Yo, you hear on this song?" He was like, "You hear this part where it's just DJ drama yelling, and it's empty space." He was like, "That was supposed to be Rocky, but he ghosted me for five months," <laughs> and I appreciate that. I was like, "Oh, that even happens to right, right." Like Tyler's Rocky so busy fucking falling in love with Rihanna and doing God knows what, he ignored Tyler. I respect this. <laughs> Wait, are they together again? Rocky and Rihanna? Yeah. Yes. They're together? They're fully together. Really? Oh, yeah. I did Full not know couple. that. Yep, and there was a, you should know this, Sif, because it's very funny, you could come up with a good bit. 
there was a thing that went around the the internet a couple weeks ago. Rihanna got denied at like a New York bar because she didn't have her ID. And there's like pictures of her and Rocky talking to the bouncer who's sitting there like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> wow, really? I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, I, I like, in one sense, I like thought the bouncer was such a jackass. And in another sense, I was like, man, I respect you. This is the rule. You are sticking with your no rule. You ain't got no ID. I'm Rihanna. It's like, that's great. Rihanna should definitely have an ID. <laughs> I, I found that that's great. That's so like, when was the last time you talked to Rihanna? Uh, probably like two years ago. Like a year before COVID, so two and a half years ago. I still I still reminisce on that beautiful Instagram post she put up for you that time. Oh, it's amazing. I One of the that. best things ever. I mean, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, the biggest, the biggest, most, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, legit, um, honest, earnest shout out I ever got. Ever. 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 Like I, I would love if one day, any any of the artists that I, you know, and your role with Rihanna was even different because at a time in which breaking a record on the radio was super big, you broke her record on the radio. Yeah. yeah. But I would love, I I can see how that would make you feel really good. Yeah. Just like if imagine if one of the artists that, that I'd really supported when I was the only person who played them at the Grammys was like, yo, by the way, Peter Rosenberg, Hot ninety seven, first dude to ever play my record. Love that. Thank you. And 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 and. Not it's not because she became a mega superstar. It's just because of the act of the shout out, which is what we all live for, like some kind of validation, some kind of appreciation. Um, but the fact that she was the biggest superstar that I ever broke in now is on a completely different level. Let's me know. Hey, little rappers, not little in general, but little compared to Rihanna's success. You can't send a thank you. I don't. Yeah, I think I, I feel like a fucking weirdo sometimes, because we talk about this pathetic side of ourselves so much. No, 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 no. no. That's that's not a. I don't feel weird about that. I just feel pathetic. <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> I can't like. Every time I see someone who has put me on, I get. I take a second and thank them, and they're always awkward about it. I can't. Every time, Riz. DJ Riz, every, almost every time I see him or communicate with him, I say, by the way, by the way, bro, thank you for putting me on. Thank you for giving me all of this. Chris Rock got me on at the cellar. I thank Chris Rock. He looks at me like, get this criminal out of my face. You He's I mean? gross. I don't like him. But You're like, reminding me of something weird. But like every chance, and then some people say thanks a lot to me. You know who shouted me out recently? Uh, Mike Medium. Oh, yeah, Mike he's a great Medium. guy. Mike, Mike Medium, DJ over at Hot 97. Um, he, uh, he, he was in some article. It popped up in my, my Google alerts that he mentioned my name. And I called him. I said, thanks for thanking me, bro. Thanks where did Mike me-, me Hold on. The, the part that I'm interested in, where did I, Mike Medium talk that it ended I, up in Google alerts? If I could tell you what what uh, magazine or online magazine, it was, it was something horrific. Uh, <laughs> You know who gives you credit a lot? Uh, Stack Guy Greg from Cheap Eat. Of course. That guy, yes. Always. Always. And, and by the way, and he is, you know, I mean, listen, Stack Guy Greg is a you know a regular guy who's on a, on my podcast. But 
being on my podcast in a lot of ways has changed his life. It's made his, him a character. You know, like he is yeah. a – he has whatever. On Twitter, he's got his 15,000, 20,000 followers. Like yeah. he's a thing. He meets all the wrestlers he likes. And he That's what is it's all li- about, man. He's literally the most loyal, like th- thankful. He's a lawyer. Yeah. He's helped me out many times with legal situations. Small shit. But like, and always says thanks. That's the type of guy I want. Man, that's the type of guy that I love where he's always saying thanks. And I don't need, like, I'm not, I don't need nothing for it. Just appreciation, man. It's what it's you all know, about. You know what I want to hear? Want to hear a good ego slight for me this week? This is very small, but it sums up my craziness mm-hmm. really well. Really well. And do you think our audience, when they hear it, do you think they relate to it? Or do you think it just I think it makes so. them? You I think, think so? I think I the regular think, people deal with this, or are we just abnormal freaks. I, I think the I think the <laughs> I think the the joy of Wanap is yes. Sometimes we have episodes with Pete Rock. You'll never hear it because Billy June lost it. But sometimes <laughs> we have. I think sometimes we have these hip hop episodes, and we all love it. And we nerd out. But I think the shit we talk about, where we think we're being pathetic and fucking, this is dumb. Nobody wants to hear this. I think on a human level, and it's the reason why I still do this stupid ass show. On a human level, I think we people like us in any field gravitate towards us. Gravitate towards us. And and they have the same situation at their job or or at school or in their family life, in their family dynamic. I think that's why they like us. Because it's like, yeah, well, it, I but put it, this, it is I, it is weird though, Saif. I look forward to our show at this point. Probably more than any of the shows that I do. And I think probably it's because I do know that, like, on Saturday, I'm going to get to relax, talk to Scythe, and it's going to be kind of like therapy. I really do feel that way. I, I, 100%. 100%. So I, I hope that's a good thing. Anyways, so here's the little thing that happened this week. Yeah. I was just looking for something to post on Instagram. Like, it was I hadn't posted anything in three days, and I was like, I need to just post something up there so people know I'm alive. Yeah. So... I was like, I was going through my phone. I was like, oh, I don't hate this picture of me and MVP when I was at oh, WWE last time. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And so I, I posted this picture, and I there added a little a nice caption. thank you, yep. And I, I threw in the thing. I was like, yo, blah, blah, Cool, posted it. And then because I'm a lunatic, I, I went back and looked at it later. I'm flipping by, and I'm like, oh, let me read the comments. And I was like, oh, no comments from MVP. I wonder, maybe he didn't see it. Oh, from him. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, it was like a really nice, it wasn't like, oh my God, you changed my life. But it was, you know, it was personal. Was nice. It was a nice shout out. I respected it. And then I looked and I saw he had liked it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't post anything. Mm-hmm. Is, he us- is he a big poster? Is he, he a big old a, poster? He's an occasional commenter. Okay. On okay. The, and I just was like, how do you read? And I, I love the guy. I mean, I consider him a real friend. But... How do you read a, a post from someone where they clearly talk about you in like a grateful, kind way, and you just double tap and no, don't I, go, "Yo, my guy, I appreciate you." I, I, I don't understand. No, I do. I know the answer. I know the answer. Go it's ahead. How Riz, for example, Riz and Chris Rock both react the same way, but in life, people are very awkward in taking thanks and praise. And we'll go back to the bitches showing their titties on TikTok. It's not how they were raised. It's not where they come from. They didn't get a lot of that growing up. 
So when you do it, it feels very uh, not natural, where you probably got a lot of that in your little fucking little Jewish cradle. You know what I mean? In your fucking... <laughs> old, but you know when... Like, as a joke, you know people always complain about Jewish mothers are too overbearing. Yep. That comes from the same family. You get a lot of that. You get acknowledgement. You get... Uh, accolades from your family and 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 um, I get it now because the woman sitting across me right now I I get it from a Jewish woman I get yeah. it somewhat at home too, bro I know your family they they, they love you very much like it's, it's that a is loving true. family you have you have it's not it's yes not, no they don't they don't it's not direct me. yeah it's not direct well they do like, but yes right yeah but it's, you can feel the the love where you know those families are like they're cold towards each other you know what I mean if there is family. Yeah, so that's where, so that's, so those people, I'm, you know, I'm assuming, but, like, that's part of it, like, they didn't have that. It's uncomfortable to them when people give them praise or whatever. On a, on a real level, on a human level, not like, you know, and you got to think about it. These are entertainers. Like, they try to fill the void by strangers. Just like we do. And what I get, this is what I get annoyed with, like, when, you're you're literally I'm I, I'm psychologically looking at you and I can see you're trying to fill a void, and then when someone comes up to you, you act like a dick. What kind of re- reciprocation is that? What do you want? What do you want? You only want it on stage, because with stage comes in person. And yes, sometimes these people are annoying. Sometimes I got to walk away from a weirdo, but sometimes you got to sit there and take the fucking. I know that is a really good point because the the and it's it's true in comedy a lot. Because comedians are fucking weird and yeah. dark, and yeah. they want all the applause. They want to cheer. They want—I mean—they want to get cheers and laughter. They some even get off on the booze. They want the whole thing. Yeah. But when it comes to a person wanting to chat with them and be like, "Yo, I just want to tell you about," it's like, "All right, all right, man, I'm trying to live my life." And I'm like, "That's a tough line." That's so weird. You, you want them to spend money and support your life and make you feel good, but you legit when they talk to you. Like, on the K show, we have a thing where Michael makes fun of me and always gives me a hard time, and we have a sort of going thing that, like, I'm a diva and I think I'm too good for people. And Like, uh-huh. I've made jokes where people will be like, hey, Peter, I'm going to be at the at the Knicks game that you're going to be at. Will you come see me? And I'll be like, well, it depends. What section are you in? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, 313. I'm like, nah, fam, too far. <laughs> I, will, I, I will make that joke. <laughs> right. And in all likelihood, I, there's some seriousness. Are you really two sections away from me? No. Yeah. But, but I'll meet you on the concourse. Right, but you're making a joke about it. But yeah. I'm making a joke. The truth is, if anyone meets me, even if they're annoying and weird, I will have to, in the most politely way, you know, handle it and, and enjoy it, or at least, if it's super awkward, find a way nicely to escape it. Yeah. But the fact that you there are people out there who are straight-up dicks to people yeah, when crazy. you're desperate to get their attention. Right. It's you wanted it. You want this attention. Because Yo, a lot Saif. of comics, and I'm sure musicians also, they would do the gig for free because they want the attention and the and the They need it. And the, but of course they're popular and they get paid for it. But if you really don't tell nobody, but they would do it for free. Who who said that to me re- somebody said that to me pre pandemic, pre pandemic, uh I forget who it was. It was a big comedian. It was like a bunch of us comedians sitting around, and we all did a show, and the show was rocking. And um, and he was like, man, he goes, they pay us for this. He goes, they don't know. We would do this for free. And then he goes, we'd pay. I'd pay to do this. I would pay to do what I just did. He goes, don't tell them that. 
I'm bro, not, I'm not tell, I'm not I feel them. that I feel that about some of my my WWE job feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Even though people, say, if you don't know this, do you know that the people in like the the internet wrestling fans, that the ones out there who hate me, yeah, and think like, why the fuck is he on? He fuck him. He's the worst. Yeah. A rumor started years ago. Yeah. When that that uh, years ago. Oh, years ago. That I pay WWE to be on the kickoff show. <laughs> and and there's this there's this douchebag prick um wrestling journalist who's been around for a very long time. And and it, someone brought it up to him on his podcast. And this is a guy who even though he may be a prick knows a lot about at least how the wrestling business works. And when someone brought it up on his podcast, he didn't dismiss it as ridiculous. Wait, who's podcast? Like, his name's Dave Meltzer. Oh, and he didn't dismiss it. He didn't dismiss it. Someone brought it up, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> you think there's a world in which Vince McMahon what? How is, much are you paying? How much could I pay? <laughs> that they were like, yo, man, put the little motherfucker on the TV, man. It's his make-a-wish. They think that I'm a make-a-wish and they just throw me on TV because why not? Now, Saif, I... Uh, Hilarious. I caught a rough break this week, timing-wise, in terms of topics on Hot 97. Uh-huh. Um, Ebro went on vacation starting Thursday, which is normally a joy. It it feels like walking into class on a Monday yeah. and you're like, substitute, baby, yeah. we lit. Uh, we lit. It's it's just it's just chill. It's chill. Even though I have more work to do because he's not there, it's it's still chill. Yeah. But but of course he goes out of town the day before they announce Cosby's getting out of jail. Oh my god. And then and then Thursday night they had the Keith Sweat versus Bobby Brown versus. How did you not have me on for that? We should, yeah, we I I should have had you I should have had you fill in. That's because my lane. Bobby Brown keeps what? So both of these things, though, were not. The Cosby thing is suited for me to talk about if this was 10 years ago. Now, I don't feel. I, I did talk about it, and I got hate for what I said. Now, Ebro might have got hate, too. bad about a black man. But Ebro might have gotten hate, too, but not as bad as me. Yeah. Like, and I, and I wasn't even saying anything crazy. Like, and Shawnee was on the same, we were all on the same page. Everyone's on the same page. But when they hear me say it, it's just like, yo, yo, who the fuck are you to tell us? And I'm like, man, sometimes it's really hard to be like, I, yo, I don't give a fuck well, who you of, are. I'm just giving my race? opinion. What'd you say? Because of race? Yeah. Who cares? Like, it who? has nothing to do with race. Has nothing. He raped, he raped all colors of women. <laughs> and and admitted and said out loud, like, yeah, I had quaaludes. I used it to have sex with women. Yeah, it's, what does it have to do with race? Bruh. Also, also, your man was talking bad about black people before he went up. <laughs> no one no one cares about that. No one talks about, he was talking about you wear your pants sagging and you look ridiculous in the streets. Remember when black people started hating Cosby? Like, yo, shut the fuck up, old man. We don't care what you got to say. Yo, but isn't it ironic, too, like... No one realizes the inherent racial bigotry in their own head that you could have a guy like Bill Cosby's never done shit, never said shit that you agreed with, never done shit, Nothing. and raped 80 women, right? Mm-hmm. Then you could have 
a guy like me, who you've heard for mad years, never said anything that offended you. In fact, always been an ally whenever there was an opportunity to be an ally. But when you hear me say one word about person who's your same color of skin, you say, fuck me. Yeah. And, it's and yet, hold on. And yet you're complaining about racism existing in the world? Yeah. You, you, all we're doing is rocking with our own. That all you're doing is rocking with your own skin color. That is 100%, 100%. it. Percent, hundred percent, one hundred. You are not judging me by the content of my character at all. Mm. It is simply fuck you. You don't have a right to talk. And by the way, I understand if you feel I don't have a right to talk. No one's forcing you to listen. But I'm just giving an opinion on a guy who admitted that he drugged women. That's all. Yeah, but it's, it's just this it's nonsense, Bruh, it, But I'm telling you, I am going to. I feel like I feel like it's going to lead to me getting to the point of like I'm like I don't want to do this anymore. Like I want to go do it in places like this where at least I know the audience who's here believes in me as a human being. Yeah. Because yeah. the problem with doing it on a radio is those people aren't choosing you. They're flipping by, they're coming in and out. Yes, you yeah. have hardcore people who like you on the on the on the show. But on a daily basis, bro, they're flipping the channel. So when you talk, they're not – everyone who's listening today, I'm sure there are things I've said they'd have agreed with and disagreed with, and same with you. And we have takes sometimes when like, what the fuck are you talking about? But at the end of the day, if you subscribe to someone's pod – and this is why I make judgments about people who listen to other people's podcasts that I don't like. When right, you subscribe right, right. to a podcast and you're there yeah. for them hardcore, you pay yeah, money for it, you do box. it – you, you do a – you agree that they're probably good people who you fuck with. Yeah. And so that's like ultimately where I think I'd want to live is in a place where if we give an opinion. Scythe, we we were doing the Keith Sweat Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. You know how carefully I even had to do that? Because if, I, if, I, if I'm too dismissive of something, yeah. it can't be as simple as it's just my take on that. Like, right. It all like when we race. were talking about, we were talking about the song Nobody by Keith Sweat. And I don't analyze things. I'm not a casual music listener. Mm-hmm. I'm not analyzing Nobody by Keith Sweat just as someone who's like, oh, I remember that used to be on the radio every day. I have to hear it one level deeper the way we just did Keep Their Heads Ringing. And I'm like, yo, I like this song, but I'm not going to lie. Like the whole Nobody. I just, it, it, there was something about it that irked me. The, I was the like, content? Like the. Well, no, the, no, just musically, I thought oh, it was like a weak melody. hook. I just okay, wasn't yeah. into it. Yeah. Like, whereas Twisted by Keith Sweat, I liked a lot more. But by the way, let's also have another conversation. Keith Sweat a has a really... Keith Sweat has a very cheesy voice. He ha- He's like the definition of sort of like um, dope but cheesy R&B. And so like a lot of his vocal shit, while I like it, I, I, I'm more critical of it in some way. You can't, there's no room to even have this conversation. See, I'm already. I already see where I um, even I perked up. Even I perked up when you said that. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you're saying to me in the in the in the last thirty seconds? Mm -hmm. What you're saying in a way, I get it. Why people might criticize you? You're saying because Keith Sweat is, and I'm gonna say this horribly. Keith Sweat is black R and B. That doesn't go into white fans who like R and B, and mm. and the way Keith Sweat sings it is a very this lack of better term a black way of singing, as a, as opposed to a more 
I don't know, universal way of singing that crosses over. You know what I mean? So like, it's not. It's, I can see what you're saying. It sounds cheesy, but if you're into that music, it's but like. There, but there, but there are other artists who fit in that same category, who I enjoy. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy Keith Sweat at all. I'm just saying it's not uh, my number one. He doesn't. It doesn't. Like, um, we were like, yo, he wrote, he wrote "Freak Me" by Silk, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I love "Freak Me" by Silk, but it's also shit, miss. Like, it's 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 both. Ah. Uh. Sife, the verses of Freak Me are just a dude going, I want to take you in the bed. I want to grip you in the head. I, I, I could see. I'm more of a, I could see how, like, the passion of a something like that. Like, I love that type of R&B, right? Love it. I understand it's cheesy. It's all cheesy. But, and by the way. Just for the record, I didn't go nearly this. I didn't do this on the end. No, but that's why you do it here. Right. But I, I, I love that type of R&B. And yes, although it is cheesy. And uh, what you want to know is cheesier? You want to know is worse? Listening to it acapella. It's crazy. Oh, no, it's nuts. No, I've heard it. Listen to Jodeci's, Jodeci acapellas. You're like, this is. I feel gross right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it is such black music. Where like a fan like me, where like I was with my boy Jared the other day, Jared Sternberg, one of my little interns. And yes, I am trying to stun him by calling him a little intern. Good. He was like, how are you not into Doom? And he started playing me all these Doom records. And I was like, I just don't, it just doesn't grab me. That's what Keith Sweat is to a lot of people. Like, well, and, and just so you know, though, on the floor, see, Here's the thing that people don't get when I have these conversations and they start getting mad. And I can see it even in in Laura. Laura can get away with like she has a tone where she's like, "What are you talking?" I can see it. Ebro, yeah. everyone gets this way with me. What they don't understand is, <laughs> unlike most of them, I fully operate into in another world where I hear the cheesiest of white shit and I tell people, "I'm like, this is trash, yo. This is trash." Yes. Like I guess ultimately. I live in a space where whether super white cheese or super black cheese, if it's cheesy, it loses me. Okay, got it. Got so it. I like I, although, unless it's cheesy to a point where I feel <laughs> that it's now being ironic, a la R. Kelly. R. Kelly's cheese was so over the top ludicrous that I ended up like if you have you ever listened to the same girl remix. Yeah, the triple up remix where yep. he starts singing as Michael Jackson, doing ad libs as Michael I Jackson. Can't, I can't figure out if R. Kelly was being ironic. Well, I, I don't still... think he was though. I don't think he was. So this unintentional irony is like so crazy right. that you're like, yo, this dude's out of his mind. Whereas Keith Sweat is in no way out of his mind. I just don't think he's the illest of writers. I think he's good. I don't think he's the illest of writers. I think R. Kelly's a legitimate maniac, a maniac, who is singing things that I'm like, how could you have written this down and been like, yo, here's what I'm going to do. Let's do it like Michael Jackson. He does snap your fingers. He does Lil John snap your fingers as Michael Jackson. <laughs> You've lost your mind. You are fully out of your mind. So I listen, and ultimately it's all taste anyway. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. But like I get sometimes it what makes me frustrated is that I'm like 
part of one ep has always been us fighting and you being like you don't have soul you don't blah 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 and it's a fight but if there's something about when it's not someone you know and it's just a nasty tweet of like that's why no one gives a fuck about uh, what you have to say anyway yeah, yeah, that, that you're like well come. this isn't even fun yeah, that's not even what we're talking about. Yeah. Right, like, I can't we all be part of this group conversation? Yeah. And yes, I bring a nerdy white aesthetic to it yeah. that sometimes I'm not going to see it the way you do, but right. it doesn't completely invalidate my opinion. Like, yeah. it, that, that just, just makes like, it not fun. It's just like hip-hop and R&B go so hand-in-hand, but then when white people only like hip-hop and not R&B, it, it irks us a little. But I listen to R and B on I my know, own. I know. I'm saying in a general sense. Right. Like, but I. But I don't want to get That's what that they're way. thinking. They ne- they don't care that they've heard you mention R and B you've liked for years and years and years. The moment you say you don't like something, they're that's like, it. Oh, okay, so you're gonna take our hip hop, but you're not gonna take the stuff that comes with it. You know what I mean? I know. And I want to be like, hold on. So I could show you a hundred records in my house. Stevie, Marvin, fucking Eddie Kendricks. Motown, all of the shit that I collect and play in my home. Mm-hmm. But if I don't like a cheesy 1989 R&B song that I was like, this isn't for me, it's like, yo, man. Also, yeah. for the record, Keith Sweat's a little bit older. Like, uh, the Keith Sweat that I remember coming out was his later comeback shit in the yeah, mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you, I, don't the, I, you don't know the Teddy Riley shit. Like the te- I know, like you it's, know, I know it, it, you know it, it in a tenuous way. But like we, when they were battling, I'm like, you have to understand, to someone like me, to a white kid from who was 10 years old in 1989, yeah, Bobby Brown was a megastar. Keith Sweat was a right. name I knew. Bobby Brown was it, it was it just hit in a way that was totally different because he yeah. was such a crossover star. At that time, yes, yes, but yo, Ghostbusters too, son. Yeah, right. right. Perfect example. We we in the verses there was a um. There was a Keith Sweat song that I didn't even remember that you'll probably know, but I didn't remember. Up Against On Our Own by Bobby Brown. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is no question on our own, blah, blah, blah. Clark Kent texted Cass One and was like, y'all wildin' the Keith Sweat, blah, blah, blah. Clark Kent being whatever, five years older than me, seven years older than me, he was already in an age where he probably didn't even care that Bobby Brown had a song in Ghostbusters. It didn't even matter. It was no. like, uh, oh, that, no, yeah, it's whatever. Clubs. Not in the clubs, yeah. Whereas to me, I was 10. I remember in the movie when Bobby Brown's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was all part of a cultural thing. Right. Anyways, I love, uh, th- this is now the new me, Sife. All I do is complain about every aspect of my life. But only here. I'm very happy in general, guys. But when I see Sife, I feel a safe place. As someone who understands not only the crazy emotional things that I deal with because he deals with them similarly, but also has operated in the space that I've operated in. So I've, I, I end up getting uh, overly, not overly, I get very comfortable sharing these things that I find to be challenging. As you should. As you I should. don't know. I don't know. I still feel a little weird about it. Oh, um, did fine. you did you listen to Tyler this week yet, by any chance? No, no, I'm behind. It's I pretty heard it's really dope. Good. It, I heard it's, it's good. It's pretty dope. the The drama being all over it is is pretty fun. Yeah, it had been a minute since I'd listened to like a tape that's drama, and I was like, wow, this is the first time someone's done this on a on a real album. 
on a real album. Well, why would you do it on a real album when you get to do when you you do it on your on the on the drama mixtapes? You know the Gangsta Grills mixtapes. Yeah, so I guess you're you right to put it on the. It, it makes sense that Tyler, who grew up with that, would use that. You know what I mean? It's like Kid Capri on Kendrick's album. Oh, I forgot about you know. Whoa, you know what I mean, bruh. By the way, you I just completely forgot about that. Yeah. So I can't even really give Tyler the credit I was go- trying to give him credit for. Well, I think I I haven't heard it yet, but from what I'm hearing, drama's on it a lot, way more than Kid Capri on. No, way Tyler. more. Yeah. But the way it's used is similar. Because Kid Capri's like what another world premiere? Yeah. yeah. Is it just one song or two? I think it's two different songs. I forget. I just know it's always at the end of, of one of those songs or the beginning. Saif, next Saturday I have an event in in Bushwick, Brooklyn. You want to come? Ooh, I was supposed to be out of town, but actually I might be home. Is that the 10th? The 10th. What, what is that night? It's like, I think, evening into night. Supply and demand. I'm doing yes. a little real late set. Yes. Let me figure that out. Yes. I mean, no pressure. No pressure. No, no. I got to go. I was going to be out of town, but now I just changed it. Um, Guys, it's looking like, and I... Go, go ahead. I don't want to say for sure. Okay. Go ahead. We'll put the information in the post of Instagram, but it's looking like... Go ahead. These are finally done. Wait, wait. I can't see because you're green screen, you fuck face. Hold on. It's, there we go. Oh. Can you see Wait, that? what? It, it's Juan Epp is... It says, it says it's dead? It's dead. So, uh, hold on real quick, just to be clear. After... those Saif just showed me the Juan Epp is light... Uh, Juan Epp is dead De La Soul style t-shirt. That's right. Which he yeah. finally got done. I can't see that again because the green screen. Keep going. What does it say on the back? Years ago. No, this is not the back. This is a different shirt. This is a years ago shirt. A, oh, a perfect timing because you know when that joke was in? Years ago. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I don't even think we could put out a years ago shirt unless it's we on the absolu- back. We absolutely have to put a years ago shirt out. And and Look, by the way. Ma- listen, they're out. So so wait, we're doing a one Up is Dead shirt now that the show is called one Up is Life? Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so now it's a throwback. Yeah. Wait, so when might this be available? I think it's up now. You think it's up right now? I think it's up now. Where? I don't, I don't know where. You don't know where? I don't know where. So they have to just go on our Instagram and find it. This is so good, man. I don't know where. I don't, because I named the store. I think it's Juan at Bodega. I think the name of our store is the Juan at Bodega. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I don't know exactly. I think it's Juanep.com. And then you can hit the store, which is our name of our store is the Wanep Bodega. As it should be. But Wanep.com. Now, this is what I've been told by some people who I've been very upset with in the way this has been handled. So it could go horribly wrong. Okay. But the message I received was the shirts are up and are ready to be purchased. Because what one of the holdup was one of the holdups where, hey, do we have to create a separate WANEP Shopify? Can we just do this on VeryFamousNY.com because it's already set up? And I said, the amount of ear guff I would hear from Peter Rosenberg that if our joint shirt was on a Cypher Sounds website, 
is not worth the stress. Well, for no, me. I I wouldn't even care about that as much as the could you would it be make it annoying to split the business of it? Oh, we wouldn't split it. We wouldn't split it. I would have just kept that. No, well then why? Yeah, no, that is you see, got the part. See how right. he is? You see how he is? You see, see how, how this he is? Jew is? Hold on. You see, how this, greedy, this greedy you see how this greedy Jew wants half of the thing that's his, half his? <laughs> Meanwhile, Sife no. used to get Sife used to get mad at me if I ever at the idea of me just releasing the podcast on my website and there was no money. It was just as a place to release it. Sife would be like, yo, we need it on Don't Get Gassed. And it was just a Z-share link. <laughs> it was nothing. <laughs> It was something. Clicks on a website matter. You get a click. No, you can get a click. click and you saw how big that made RosenbergRadio.com. Look at all the money rolling in. Listen, man. Listen. Thank y'all for supporting the show. We support you. Oh, man. Fuck. I got I, I, This guy, this comedian I met last night. Shout, shout out to this comedian I met yesterday. I'm in Chicago doing stand-up. I'm at the Laugh Factory. Shout out to my boy, Curtis. Um, Curtis Shaw Flag. Um, I met this Haitian kid. And he came up to me. He had a Haitian mask, like a like a COVID mask, a Haitian flag. Mm-hmm. So immediately, once I see that red and blue with the with the crest in the middle, I immediately, uh oh, <laughs> here it comes. I tense up. So he comes over to me. He's like, "Yo, what's up? I'm from Miami. We're talking, talking, talking. You should come do a show in Miami. We're talking for a while." And I said, "Hey, man." He goes, "Oh, my show's in Little Haiti." I go, "Oh, no, I won't be doing that show." <laughs> Just to be safe. And he goes, why? I go, I had a little incident with some Haitian shit back in the day on the radio. And he goes, I know. He goes, nobody cares about that. I go, some people care. Some people care. And we had a long talk about it, man. It felt really good, man, to hear, like, his perspective on it, you know? Well, And how, how old is he? He had to be, like, 27 or something like that. But he still knew 20. about it. He knew about it. He The way, I, and listen, you know me, I'm a study. I study people. The the things he was saying, I could tell he was connected. I could tell he was connected by the things he was saying. Connected how? Streets in the streets. Oh God, God, okay, okay. I could hear certain words he was saying. Was like, oh, he's connected. But that's a good sign that yeah. he, that he that he had love for you though. Yeah, man. And I was like, I, I said no. I said nobody cares. It, it, it's it, it it affects me because how much it affected my life in that day and time where I almost lost my whole job and livelihood because of it. But yeah, no one cares. But also, what about the one maniac that does care? You know what I mean? Correct. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. But it but it is a great point. We have these things that affect us so much. Oh yeah. But other people are like, I barely remember that. And you're like, well, yeah. And that happens just to other people all the time, too. Every, everything. A breakup. Uh, a color. A fucking food. Like, whatever, you know? I won't, I never, I've won't. i never eaten a gyro. An actual lamb gyro. Uh, because one time I got sick from it and I threw up. Oh, I don't even know if I got sick from it. But when I threw up, it felt like the gyro made me sick. So to this day, I've never eaten. And, I, and I've eaten lamb by itself. But just in a gyro, like the smell of it makes me think of that time I got sick in 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 fucking fourth grade or whatever it was, sixth grade. You know Crazy. What I mean? And I'll eat a chicken gyro. I've eaten lamb shish kebab or whatever. Uh, right. Lamb kebab, but I won't eat a gyro. It's it's weird. Um. So guys, we're not going to ask you to subscribe to Patreon this week unless you. This would be the week that if you do it, you know what you're doing. You're showing solidarity with Billy June. And who would want to do that? 
and I'm gonna and, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna regret it, but ease up on Billy June a little bit. And the only reason why I say that is because he is a he is he is a a a a, a brittle danger, he has a brittle spirit. I was gonna say. So the reason you're saying this is because he could be a danger to himself. Yes, I would right. say ease up on Billy June just a little. Which now that I'm saying it is gonna make people double down. But ease up on Billy June a little because he like. From what I know, he would be the type of person to kill himself, and we're all going to feel horrible about it. And yeah, and you don't want that on your. I know that you don't care about Billy June, but you don't want that on your conscience, right? Yeah. And so um, let him let him live a little bit. He's do, he, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be back. So get, let give him his props. And by the way, we are neither of us are easy to deal with particularly, and. <laughs> And if you week, can't tell. Every week, Billy sends a cover of the podcast, the little thumbnail. And he goes, what do you guys think? I go, I like it. Rosenberg, Rosenberg's going to hate it. So whatever Rosenberg says. And every week, that happens. <laughs> can I can I jump in for a second? Oh, please, Absolutely. Absolutely, you week, double Dutch piece of shit. This week, I like it, but we could change the title of the episode. <laughs> cool, I did it for you. Next day, wake up. The Instagram post said, annoying ass Billy June makes us decide what the cover art is. Here's the one he came up with. You made me change it to what you wanted, but I got blamed. I Wait, said who that? said that? Who that said was, that? The caption of your Instagram post this week was, uh, annoying ass Billy June. Cypher me. You, Peter, oh. after you told me to change the title. Yeah, that sounds right. That <laughs> sounds I read awesome. that and I was like, if people only knew. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, at Billy June, I can tell you what this week's episode's title is going to be. Everybody hates Billy June with you superimposed on the Chris Rock. Everybody, Chris, everybody hates Chris, yep. Correct. There you yep. go. There you got yep. it. Look, you don't have to do anything now. It's yeah. done. Now you got it. Yep. Hey, um, guys, I'll thank you. you. I'll see you around, guys. Everyone around. enjoy enjoy the, uh, enjoy the a barbecue today or tomorrow. Oh, no, it already happened. So yeah. Hope you had I, a good barbecue. I hope you had a good barbecue. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, yeah, to this very, very interesting place. We I love you. I don't want to live anywhere else. I the understand truth is. The, I understand the problems we have here. I understand I'm part of a, an abusive relationship. I want to stay. Yeah. When someone calls the cops on my husband, that sounded weird. When someone calls the cops on my country, I'm going to say I've, I fell and hit my head on the doorknob. Wow, that's a great that's a great way of putting it. Oh, hey, that's man. very good. All Peace right. Peace out.